0: Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. My guest today is Matthew Karpiak. Matthew is a friend of mine from back in the day, and he is currently in car sales. In this episode, we discuss car sales in general, sales, and also we dive into mental health, mentality, and mindset. Hope everyone enjoys the show, and please welcome Matthew Karpiak. We are rolling now. Perfect. How are you, friend? I'm great. How are you? Good, good, it's been It's been a while. I think the last time we saw each other, and the name is the same me because I should know it's in Ukraine, but it's the Ukraine New Year's party. It was last time, I believe. Yeah, Milanka. Milanka, that's what yeah, it was. Yeah. So, just um, you can adjust and move around if you need So, I can only just do this a little bit. Boom, cool. there you go. Out of your way. Mikes are still good, okay, no big deal. But yeah, man, how how have things been in this past year? It's been also crazier for everyone everyone. Yeah, crazier for everyone. <laughs> it uh I think it's made people adapt on the fly, uh, you know, uncharted territories all around. Yeah. So it's been it's been tricky, but we gotta roll the punches and yeah, it's been tough. A hundred percent, especially well uh, from the, uh, the restrictions and Covid guidelines it seems like every week the the provinces are making up as they go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think everyone obviously is getting pretty tied up because you know if you want to be working, you know, it's the holiday mm-hmm. season, only with loved ones, but then yeah. obviously there's certain people who are getting really sick and dying, and mm-hmm. so who knows what's going. On. But yeah, you are currently in car sales, correct? Yes. Yeah. I've been. You know, I was in sales, uh, car, was in the car business for a few years, and then I left that. Uh, my own business, and then now I'm back in the business. That was a learning experience, so let's just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I guess what business did you divert to? I uh did custom menswear uh, for a while, and um, yeah, that was like I said, it was a learning experience. I learned a lot of uh, what not to do, <laughs> so and, and what are some things not to do? Is this a specific menswear or is business in general? Uh, no, no, there's, uh, I think just business, um, trusting people, um, your, your, what I've kind of learned over time is what's more valuable is your, your circle, your small circle, right? You're, everyone has, you know, just a small handful of true ride or die people, and uh, those are the ones that I uh, I think that no matter what, you're always going to have your body. And, um, it is mind blowing how many people are out there for themselves. So it's uh yeah, it was, a, it was, it was tough. Um, you know, following your gut as well, trusting your gut, I just found is, uh, is a big thing too. It's, I didn't trust my gut for a few things and then uh it just got too far, and then I just couldn't keep up. I was like, "Yeah, we're we're bleeding pretty hard. Let's yeah, shut yeah. it down here." <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, an old saying. Especially, I think, uh, well, like I think now we call them the old timers because um, they never had internet, they never had all this fancy equipment. but then yeah. their their rule of thumb is always trust your gut, trust your instincts, and yeah. I and mean, there's something to that because, as you said, most times, often now, uh, your gut your gut instinct is right. And yeah, you, especially in business, if you double guess yourself, second guess. Well, competition. Who is more certain, more confident, is going to execute faster. And also in today's marketplace, whoever gets a te- grabs attention first usually wins. Uh, yeah, the first, uh, first to market kind of thing. <laughs> it's what sets you differently from everyone else? I mean, we had a great thing going. we doing really well. And then, uh, yeah, just uh, one or two bad apples, and it's uh, you know the, the same. You put a raw apple in a bucket of good apples, it very quickly spreads. So, <laughs> oh exactly well yeah. it's kind of the same thing uh for me i would say is uh with these guidelines you know we had a pretty good for the most part like the only thing we have to do is basically wear masks and cover bases and there are probably a few bad apples who yeah. said it was their right not a <laughs> mask because they couldn't yeah. breathe it's probably because i'm sorry you're probably not probably a bit overweight that's part of why you have trouble beating with the mask on like yeah. I so, if you've had apples and I'm saying, then you think it's also habitual, pre COVID, if you were sick, unless you have doctors know, you went into work. Yeah, that was, that was <laughs> a big thing, even for us right now for work. Uh, Maybe um, I just, I just closer to you. But you can, yeah, you can do a, uh, oh, you know, right. closer to uh, a little fancy place. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, um, for, for work, it's such a norm to go into work when you're feeling just the slightest under the weather. And uh, even now for, you know, what I do, we're working at home. I've been home since March and uh, it sounding like I'm going to be working at home probably until March. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be a year at home now. Like that's, that's crazy. I'm pretty extroverted. I need people. Yeah. So, like, that's my recharge. <laughs> and so my sister started laughing at me. The first, I think it was the, my second day at home. I got my computer, my sister all set up and she's like, all right. She went upstairs and she's like, where are you going? She's like, No, come back. She's like, "What?" I was like, "I don't know." People. She's like, "Oh my god, you've been home for two days. How are you going to survive this?" I don't know. But uh, we're we're so used to going in slightly under the weather that uh, it's a completely different world of thinking. So even right now, the reason we kind of decided to keep working from home, you know, we could go in um, to our cubicles, um, we could make adjustments and do that kind of thing, but. What doesn't make sense is, you know, especially with, with us, you know, we're straight commission. So, you know, whether we, you know, we have to show up, you know, whether it's two hours or ten hours, doesn't matter, you gotta be there. Yeah. But um yeah, it was we found it tricky because, you know, you, you need to be in front of your computer and on the phone. And um it, it was it's hard because, you know, you you have to stay home. So if you're a little bit under the weather, you have to stay home. So what are do? Set up have two different setups. You go on to work and you know we can work, but you know, so it just makes more sense for us to keep it at home until further notice until we kind of have a better understanding. So, yeah, and when, yeah, you mentioned car sales, mm-hmm. and and for me when I think of cars, it's very, for at least me, it's very touchy feely. I want to see the car, want to feel the car, want to open the door, smell, smell it, and you want to also test drive. Right, you want to feel the car and yeah how has the adjustment been? Like how are you been able to sell to know for real estate? Uh, I think what they're doing now or what they did previously is uh, um, either you can do it online or there's like a keypad you go in by yourself. You start. Yeah. So how's it been for you guys? Well, we're a little bit differently. I don't work at a dealership. Um, you know, it's not, um, not a franchise dealer. We're considered independent. Um, I'm, and I'm on the finance side of things as well. So, um, yeah, in a dealership, you know, you, you want to go in, you want to touch it, feel it, dream build, sit them in the car, put your hands on the steering wheel, you know, can you just imagine, you know, the summer, wind goes down, winds blowing and they're like, yeah, you have dream build, right? People, you know, buy what they see, right? Not what they hear the majority of the time. So um, with us, we, we service, you know, BC, to Manitoba. So we're, you know, I don't meet 98% of my clients, it's all over the phone. Um, and, and we primarily, I guess, focus on credit and helping people build their credit up and through auto loans. And, you know, I deal with, you know, markets called subprime, So, um, some challenged credit people that have gone through some struggles that are, you know, bankruptcy, consumer proposal, many, many write-offs, many, many collections, that kind of thing that they think all hope is lost. And, you know, they come across my desk and I'll talk to them, I'll explain the credit to them, what it all means, how it works, and, you know, what they can do differently to help themselves. Um you know, I didn't really have that. Um, I remember my buying my first vehicle and kind of going through the journey. And, um, you know, you're you're not taught a lot of things. You have to learn on the go, you know, with life. And it's it's crazy. So I, I wish I knew then what I know now. And how often have you heard that say? Oh, all right. time. <laughs> so um for me, I uh I have I guess a passion for it, you know, I I work and the days just blow by I don't really notice you know time and because I work at home you know if I have a client that's um we've got actually a couple of clients right now that are healthcare workers and they're working 12, 14 hours a day. And uh so I'll get a text you know nine, ten o'clock at night they're like, hey I'm so sorry I just got home I wasn't able to do this. this, I can't talk and I send them a text with no worries like can you talk right now and I'll go turn the computer off and I'll help them and they're you know, they're beside themselves. What do you mean here? was not problem. No, but I mean, it's here all the time. I'm here to help. And, you know, um, I found myself really pushing to help people. It's completely changed. You now, people get into the, I think, into sales and into the car business in particular because, you know, it used to be a very easy way to make money and a lot of money and that kind of thing. But look at how many people are no longer in the business, you know, right? Like, they they it's such a high turnover, um, and I think you just have to you have to really care about your clients, and so it's I, that's what I like it. So I feel like I'm really, it, you know, it's, it's a vehicle, uh, but I'm here to you know help them really build their credit. I think that's more so I would say probably what I do over the physical car sales, yeah. anything. so. Yeah, I think that's, uh, for me, that's pretty refreshing to hear because um, I think also this, the stigma among cars and, this, and I think this is probably more so the, yeah. it's like the commercial ones, like you go to commercial gyms, yeah. so, um, I hate to put that in good light, it's a good gym, I used to, yeah. but like you can't drop weights, mm-hmm. in a sense, right? And some people take that, like, of course, I understand you don't want maybe huge power, there's a coming to a gym where you want people to feel comfortable, mm-hmm. but then you go to a, com- like a, a time of gym, you're allowed to use chalk. You could probably go shirtless if you're new. Mm-hmm. No one cares because everyone's there to work on their goal. So yeah. I feel the same way as a commercial car. Um, Lisa Ryher, commercial car sales, so huge quote. And then sometimes Lisa Ryher, you can probably uh, give me your take on your experience on this, but sometimes there are some snake oil salesmen where maybe... Oh, I promise you. I, I promise yeah. you. <laughs> and they're, they're still there. And there's so many of them. And what I kind of find frustrating is they're it's they're still there it happens all the time it's just they're so good with their words um yeah no that that's still a thing a hundred percent you know it's um the the hard part i guess um you know we're all painted with the same brush at that point yeah so um one thing that i uh that's probably the biggest you know objection i think that i get is um you know i've done this before i've done this and that um one thing that i like to talk to him about um i should ask you um you you know at restaurants yeah yeah have you ever had an awful we don't say which restaurant it was (laughs) but have you ever had a brutal experience at a restaurant whether it was the service or the food or whatever it's all just absolute garbage yeah okay um have you gone to a restaurant since then of course why I'm hungry. A new, sometimes there's a new restaurant, it's on a date, whatever. It's the same, right? So, if you've, but well, you've eaten at a restaurant, so you had a bad experience at that restaurant. So, what makes you think you're going to have another bad experience? So, it's, you're going to another restaurant. It's kind of the same thing. You know, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. I saw one sign. Um, it was pretty clever. I don't remember where it was, but um, the sign outside of the restaurant was it. Come inside and try out the slowest server that you or service you've ever had, and then it was quoted by one user on Yelp. Uh, so they use it to their advantage. It's, it's hilarious. So when I get a client that talks about you know some experience, there's there's a dealership in particular. I'm not going to say which one it is, but um, even bankrupts. No, the bankrupts know that I deal with you know, the finance side. I talk to them about the dealership that they go to. And they're like, yeah, no, that's, it's a common thing that happens. Um, so when you, you know, relate to the customer and talk to them and explain them in detail exactly what happens, and, you know, I, I, explain to them exactly how I get paid and I explain to them how it works in the dealership and how we're different. Um, and, uh, it's not a fear of loss then. Uh, there, it happens quite a bit too, where I'll have somebody who comes in and, they're already dealing with somebody in a dealership or they're about to go into the dealership and I'll explain to them what's going to happen. And I was like, okay, well, here's the thing. I'm not going to take your application. I'm not going to pull your credit. I'm not going to do anything for you. Go there. And he's like, yeah, I you know I appreciate that. I gave them my word that I'd go and I'd meet with them. And I was like, however, here's, what's going to happen. I lay it all low for them every single time they call me back. <laughs> they're like, Matt, you were right. That's exactly what happens. I no, <laughs> it's it's just the way they do it. So it, uh, I think you just have to care about your clients. Oh, a hundred percent, especially mm-hmm. well, especially in well the car industry where I guess as you mentioned, you know, people have been taking advantage of, and mm-hmm. you know, be able to get their credits. From. Like for example, you know, I was I was in the fashion industry for a few years, mm-hmm. had my license, and helped a few clients here and there. And I remember sitting down with one gentleman. I think he must have been twenty one, twenty two. and trade, trade guy. And he said, like, no trades, is my thing. Like, I'm not supposed to do anything else. And I looked at his debt. He only had one debt, which was his car, which is pretty good for a young guy. Mm-hmm. But guess how much that one truck was put him in the hole? Oh. About 20, 21, 22. You know, he's probably, depending on the truck, but there's, if you're buying a truck at that age and you're working in the trades, you don't have many, have much debt. You're a first-time buyer, young buyer. There's so many programs out there. They probably profited a 20, 30 grand off the guy. Yeah. And so, I don't know. I would say he's probably... 80 to 100 grand for this truck. And 100 grand. And he said, maybe the second or third truck, he said, like every time we called him and um, asked him for a new vehicle, he's like, yep. And again, no one was there to explain to him. Yeah. Hey, if You get this truck. This was means to your credit. This was. Yeah. And I think people um, are looking now, and since such a huge technology. Uh, yeah. Um, In society where people are doing things virtually, I think people are wanting the human connection. They want. They want the education. They want to know that they have yeah. something they trust because before, especially in the financial industry, you know, the banks were the people you could go and yeah. trust. Them now. <laughs> it's like, can you really trust them? You know, if you, yeah. you know majority of people have their money, you know, RSP or GIC and their money's yeah. not growing. So it's, I think people are looking for it. You know? So I guess yeah. you focus on uh, instead of kind of selling people, you kind of, kind of educate them yeah. Absolutely. on the situation. Before I even, I don't even talk about a vehicle. So they'll apply and, you know, we'll get their information and I'll ask them why, oh, why did you apply? Did you apply to build your credit and get into a vehicle or, or what, what was the whole purpose of you applying? Why did you apply? Uh, I'll go through there and then they'll tell me what their reasoning is. And, you know, I would say nine times out of 10, they're like, yeah, you know, I need to build my credit. Yeah. And I should probably get into a vehicle too. So I, I got to do both for sure. I'm like, okay. Well let me ask you this, has anybody ever explained your credit to you? Like sometimes they're like, Yeah, I know for sure. And I'm like, Okay, who explained it? They're like my trustee was like, hmm, so you've got a proposal or bankruptcy. So they're like, Yep. It's like all right. And then I look at how much they've gone into a proposal for, and they're going fifteen, twenty thousand dollars. I'm like, oh my god. So it even happens, I think, on that side of things. I don't I don't have I can't speak to to that side very much, yeah. but I don't know. I don't think I'll go bankrupt for 15 grand. (laughs) Like, so there, and there's a commission on that as well. So, um, you know, people just get taken advantage of left, right and center. Um, They all talk and they'll explain everything from start to finish. And then I explain how our business works. Why you can't get a truck, you know, that 2020 truck, fully loaded truck for $250 a month. I explain why that doesn't work because of their credit situation. I explain, you know, are there banks that will finance yeah. pretty much anything, 100%. There's some astronomical interest rates that I want to explain <laughs> it to them. They, they understand, they're like, okay, yeah, you know what, that, that makes total sense. Um, you know, you don't have to hide behind anything because they'll find out. Yeah. Like, so be truthful. And then, you know, when you actually help people... Instead of having to rely on people coming to you, you know, those 10 people that you actually help are talking to to their family and friends at Thanksgiving, at Christmas, those 10, 20 people. And then, you know, maybe that person's like uh, at work and here's the situation and the guy at work is like, oh, you know what? My cousin actually went through a similar situation and this guy helped out. You know, the referrals are, are, are huge. One, they don't cost anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, instead of paying for leads and generation and all this kind of stuff, if you just legit actually help people, you know, you, the, the referrals come in like crazy, especially you know in times like we are now. You know, it's you're going to the holiday season and, and I think so for your buddy, the the reason that they're calling back could be because it was a dead time. They didn't have leads. They don't have a lot of walk-in traffic. Or they're going back to their old data, which, you know, you do that all the time, especially in sales. You call them back, you bought from me once, buy from us again. Mm-hmm. What value are actually providing to them? Exactly. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. And I think, yeah, I think people are starting to realize um, and want to take more education. and yeah. want to take control of basically their life. Yeah, um, so I think especially with their money and finances and vehicles, be because again, mm-hmm. people are being taken advantage of. And again, another story that brings to my mind when I was in the financial industry, I sat with a guy, uh met him randomly, out and about, got to chatting. And he's like, My mom is part of this financial company, like she couldn't help me, but maybe you can. And essentially this guy has already went think, already did a consumer proposal yeah. and he didn't understand what was a, what it was about. And on, on detail, when I kind of give him to uh, the person, in my credit uh rebuild a person, uh I think it was called Frederick and Company. Okay. And, um, they do a lot of education as well, so like they declined and I send them a paper, and they're like, Unfortunately we can't do anything because this guy signed his mortgage with it. And the only thing we can get him out of it is I think his payments like it'll take him like I think forever to pay it off is in, like, this like this debt and he had to essentially cash out all his RSPs to pay that off. And yeah. Yeah, I mean, he was like must have been in his forties, fifties, yeah. just to start over again like mad, like again, we all, we make mistakes but again just people who want to make a profit and yeah. you know, sometimes just it just sucks sometimes. You wanna yeah. and, and now it's you know part of what I have to do as well is you gotta watch over fraud. So I, there's a lot of things with credit that you can do to protect yourself as well. It's people are good. Man, like mm-hmm. they' they're good. And so what you know we're when I'm looking at a license or something like that, just verifying the person, there's so many things that we have to watch for and you know it goes back to to the gut feeling you know something looks funky. I had one uh, scenario where bank statements were provided. I was like, Man, that's interesting, that's not your name oh no, sorry sorry those are the wrong ones then I was like okay that's interesting it sends me the new ones I'm like that's very interesting because these are the exact same statements but like, your name now no <laughs> like, oh, I don't give you a whole story and um it yeah people are so good so good with they're and there's um one time I had a client out in um uh, BC that um Again, it was gut feeling and they're like, something's fishy here because, you know, when I call, I, I, I don't, I, everything is by design.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Nothing is left to chance. So when I'm delivering a vehicle out of province, you know, especially at certain times of the year, around Christmas time, it's only, well, you know, hours are modified. This is not. When you're doing a delivery full of hours away, and you have a delivery driver there, it's got to be perfect. Right, so sitting there, I'm calling this ICBC office, and I'm talking. they being kind of cagey. I'm like, "This, what do you mean you can't answer that question for me? Like, yes, you can. I do, I've done this a hundred times, <laughs> and you know they're not answering that question, not answering the question my want. And like, this is, you know, the driver had been there for two days now. The first day, there was an issue. I was like, okay, fine. Well, second day, kind of fixed it. And the third day, finally everything was good to go. And uh driver's like, yeah, no, we're here. It's good. They're inside. They're, it's getting registered. I'm like, oh, thank God. And then 10 minutes later, he calls me back. He's like, yeah, your clients are in the back of the squad car. I'm like, What? <laughs> And he's like, Yeah, uh, I'm gonna let you talk to them. So talk to the you know the RCMP officer, I talked to the registry, the you know the manager there, they're like, Hey Matt, like we are so sorry, we couldn't tell you everything. But uh yeah, it was full on like full blown fraud. This was the third vehicle that this guy had been trying to get in someone else's name. But so skilled in you know in the forgeries and um, I was saying, I was like, oh man, and like that was a costly mistake. I, you know, should have listened to the gut, should have rushed it, but you know that was a thing. And uh, they're like, yeah, I know you called to verify this before. I'm like, yep, that's why I called to verify. I could have just said, hey, yeah, and then I could have just canceled it. They're like, yeah, we know that's why we did it. I was like, oh, well, fair enough, I guess. Like. <laughs> You know, they wanted to catch the guy. And they had an opportunity. He was coming to their office, so they set it up. You know, the RCMP were waiting for them. They got inside. They sat down. The RCMP came up from the other door. And I was like, "Well, I understand. Like, I'm very glad that this guy is, you know, gone and he's not doing this to other people." But yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, so they call the driver. I'm like, "All right." Come on back. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know we have the vehicle. It's just a little bit of a hit, but yeah, know it oh. is what it is. I think it's probably, I guess, more so to time every put to, like, speaking to person, build a relationship, yeah. be in the right vehicle. Yeah, it was actually, actually one of the uh, one of the girls that was on my team. It was her deal, and she was struggling with it and wanted to get it done. And you know, she's getting very upset, and you know, she started crying because she was having a rough month. And so I was like, all right, I'll jump yeah. in. I'll, I'll I'll help out so um, she just needed some extra horsepower to try and push this through I think it was around Christmas time as well you know so yeah it um people are good <laughs> <laughs> Well I just I just imagine well you probably have seen we catch me if you can. That's exactly what it was like. Yeah, like <laughs> imagine pre internet you yeah. you're not even having electronic credit card yeah. machines yeah. Yeah. to see you you could forge anyone's name, signatures checks, Yeah. And now I'm not sure if you have any more skill now because everything's so technologically advanced, so many safe codes still like well. One other tricky thing, and uh, I, I did not believe it. I was like, "There is no way that this is a thing." So I had a client in Saskatchewan, and um, because of COVID, they had to get their new license. With driver's license, you need a picture. Yeah. So to get this, and it says no photo provided. I was like, "What?" I was like, "Okay, come on, guys. Like, if you're going to fraud, at least try." It. Yeah. And I was like, "Okay." So I'm just like. I'm just gathering more information because every single time there's a case like that and there's RCMP get involved, they want to you know want information. So it's just gathering information. So then I called the SGI office. I'm like, I want to verify this is a thing, and it's a thing. I was like, what? You can? They're like, yeah, because of COVID, um, you know, some situations and depending on where some people live, all the photos that they had taken for these licenses were right and so they, they all have these valid licenses that have no picture on it. it is the weirdest thing i just want to know what's going to have <laughs> i do I know i don't know is yeah. photo id question mark <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> weird and, uh, and yeah i, mean, I think you're uh, yeah i mentioned before that you know obviously i'm not sure how long during this pandemic you've been sober but then all of a sudden you just got a crazy rush in out of nowhere and, and how how's that been doing? Really? How you been slow like throughout the entire pandemic? How's um, on Well, so I went to a new company. Um, so I left the company I was with, went to a new company in March. Um, we came in partway through March, and in 20 days we just we killed it. We ran I it was it was crazy how busy we were in March. And then yeah, by March, so I think I got in and set up by like March 4th or 5th or something like that. And by the 23rd, I had my house set up. So we I at home and I was like, holy smokes. And it was tough because no one knew what was going on. So banks aren't approving anybody. They're like, yeah, until further notice, we're just not decisioning anything. Um In the banks that were decisioning anything, you know, there's, if you had, so anytime you get an income verified with a bank for, uh, you have a certain period of time to finish your deal. And so usually it's anywhere from, you know, two weeks to 30 days mm-hmm. or something like that. And, you know, now we're doing three days. Every three days, you got to re-verify income. It's like, oh, geez, like that's not enough time to do anything. So it, it got, uh, it got pretty tough. And then, so March was busy. April slowed right down. May and June were off. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They came back. July was okay. It's been. Slowly getting busier, and then yeah, yesterday and today it was just like getting hit by a truck. I was like, Holy smoke I don't know what happened, but man, we are busy right now. <laughs> so, well, that's a good thing, I yeah. I think, well, yeah, I like think people are just wanting to get back to regular life, mm-hmm. and I think there's a decent amount of people who are working, so I don't think hours as keep that uh, work hasn't stood out for many people just more restrictions yeah yeah it's um uh, even like the you know parameters with banks they're not looser but um yeah it's i am not noticing too too much of a difference now it it's almost like quote unquote it's getting back to normal yeah um yeah it, you know people have jobs you know it's I don't want to say the new normal because like, there's just a new one extra step. Usually it's just you know, we got to provide a letter to employment and say there's no layoffs or something like along those lines, whatever the banks want. But, um, not too bad, it's it's pretty close to to I would say more so normal now than uh, it was. So, there's actually quite a few that uh that are on uh EI, which you know, it's like you want to help them, they, they desperately need help, but it's like, Ugh. Tell you how I would say, yeah, I would say percentage wise, it's probably normal for us. Yeah, and, yeah, and I think yeah. I don't know if you saw there was uh, my friend shared it. There was like a anti mask. Oh, it was that wasn't anti mask. It was like a truth was something. Yeah, was yeah, 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 I saw that. I'm like, and like, like uh, and I completely get where people are coming from. At the same time, it's like. You know, there aren't like like I don't I think I told this story a couple of times on the show, right? But I'll tell you, but before there was a lockdown um March, before we knew what COVID was, yeah. Uh, after probably after Shots of Milanko or maybe around that time, so that's when I usually get sick. So you have two Christmases, you can yeah. to shoot your yep. food, <laughs> not working out. <laughs> yeah. And so that's when I usually get sick and I usually get the food for about, usually about a week. Mm-hmm. Um and I think it would lasted longer because I started I decided to smoke some of my greens. Yeah. And I don't smoke, pass out, feel better, didn't have, didn't work. Yeah. And then another week passed, or so like two weeks now, like, hmm, you know, whatever. And then I kind of got better. But then I lost my sense of taste and smell. And I was eating you eggs was and bacon. Right. I was having eggs and bacon. So I couldn't even taste bacon. Yeah. I'm like, wow, this is like, this is hell right now. I didn't even taste bacon. And I'm just like, wow. And then I you know, and then all of kept on it kind of to my mouth. I could feel like my soft face like right in my chest they could just mm-hmm. kind of rupture a little bit mm-hmm. and then there's a, and then so and there's about a week or so where I slept for probably 10 hours I got more exhausted if I slept mm-hmm. and then got go the last one I made it for two about a week or two and then after that I apply a certain bench so that six weeks. And the reason why I got, it. um, the reason why I, I didn't was as bad is because I saw it hot, sauna every day for half hour, hot yeah. shower, bath, and yeah, and there's like a couple of days I thought better when hit the gym, and then that evening my body overheated like instantly for some of them. Wow, so but I think this for me it is real, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's what the Jesus is, what we thought it was initially, and mm-hmm. I think. I think if you have, you know, I always tell people, maybe not, but you know what, what everyone wants to be, get the blue house. Everyone wants to be back. Everyone yeah. wants power and control. So that huge yeah. politicians, you know, Premier Ken Kenny and um, Prime Minister Trudeau, mm-hmm. even if they they have good intentions and had good intentions, if you have all this control and power, it's hard to give it up. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah. Everything. Everything's about power and and control. It. Um, Sometimes, I mean not sometimes it is frustrating to see too. Um part of the, the reason I was actually talking to my dad, just watching everything going on and you know it's it's such a dance and it's it seems like things are so divided. There's there's vocal people that are, are one side or another, but then there's also a lot of silent people that are also very one side or another that it's not saying you know speaking up um, it is it is crazy to see the division that's going on right now. And, um, you know, we're more connected now than we ever were before. And information is passed now easier than it ever was before.
1: And yeah,
0: it's kind of scary out there. <laughs> like, what yeah. yeah. the is it that, you know, that protest in, in Calgary? Now I hear a lot of people talking about, you know, how they want the masks, the, the government's trying to control them with the mask. And then monitor them. And I kind of tilt my head to that. I don't understand oh it. God. What do you mean? You realize you have a nine-digit number that the government sees you with. Yeah. <laughs> your social insurance number. Your vehicle is registered to the government. You know, if they really wanted to attract you, you'll know, have smartphones. You like I've seen some of these updates that come out, and my friends are showing me. I didn't know there was a thing automatically your phone, you have to go in there and turn it off and you have to know how to get there. But you can, it follows your whole path. Yeah. And you know, in the, a lot of advertising that kind of stuff happens as well. So if you are consistently going to the same place, you're gonna get pushed certain ads mm-hmm. for those specific things. So yeah. I don't know, I'm, I work at home. I don't see anybody, <laughs> it drives me nuts. I'm, I'm quite extroverted, Yeah. I, I miss people but yeah. Yeah. Uh, just like, the faster we can get through it and, and yeah. get back to normal, it's um yeah, I guess it's a team effort, you know. It is, and I think I, I pointed out I have my friend on our uh, recently, she's a nurse. Um and mm-hmm. she works at Reno uh, Hospital and I kinda got her take on it, but uh I think it's because, um, you know, why we're so biased. Cause, um, have you seen the social media? no, a lot of people are yeah. trying to dare to tell me watch. Yeah. And something. I think what this out uh, these algorithms, essentially what they do is they, is they reinforce your point of view. And so I think what's mm-hmm. the issue is if you are just going, you're on your Facebook, you know, on whatever mm-hmm. social media site. You only tweet to people who agree with your point of view. You don't really have a conversation. 100%. Station. Yeah. Like what you and I are doing and just talking. I mean, yeah. you, might, you might, you and I might have different opinions. We can talk about it. We can still be friends and have respectful yeah. that about it bottom line. You piece that shit. Yeah. Oh, and then like people are like, probably with good intention, during the whole beyond know, protest going on, people were like, all oh, lives matter for someone naive, but then they were like, You're a racist, piece of shit. It's, like, oh, yeah.
1: Like, it's,
0: like, can we just hear each other out first? It's also kind of really that? funny to watch what happens online and how upset yeah. people get. It, but they're hiding behind the screen. They're oh, what song is it? Um, the lyric is uh Say it in a tweet. That's a cop out. Say it in the streets. That's a knockout. (laughs) You know, it's it's everyone's got a big backbone when they're behind the screen, but when it comes face to face, you know, there's no there's no structured debate. You know, you can have a difference of opinion for sure, but you know, back up your claim. So even like as I'm watching the U.S. election, I just you know was become fascinated with U.S. politics. And uh, so I've been watching, and there's, when I was watching the election, I was watching on uh, my computers three different news coverages, like different, you know, I was watching one side, I was watching the other side, and I was watching what I thought was kind of the middle ground. It was like watching three different elections. Really? What was going on? (laughs) Absolutely. I was watching, uh, I think it was NBC, and everything was just all Biden, and they're cutting Trump off and all this, and then I'm watching uh, things called Newsmax, and it was all Trump and, you know. It was it was it was bizarre and so weird to see because you're you know you're used to seeing you know news networks, you know, providing the news information. Here's all the facts. But now it's um you watch Russell Peters. You no, know, okay, so he has uh, one of his um jokes I guess he talks about how media does that quite a bit. You know, they'll take a very extreme situation. They're not gonna tell you, but they're just going to give a situation. Show another extreme situation. What do you think? And then, so they they steer to your thinking. So what I started doing is, um, you know, I, I try and go right to those sources. So I'm following um, different things and getting both takes on either side, and it is. Yeah, very entertaining. <laughs> so. If you if you like uh, browsing through news and kind of reading articles, I'll uh, one eyebrows uh, through once in a while. Maybe a couple minutes every day. It's called Ground News. And what it does is basically compares all the all the, all the the news sites. So it's like mm-hmm. Fox, CNBC. Yeah. And then you can see when you look at an article show, left-leaning. And yeah. you know, so essentially, so you can actually see which way it leans. You can actually read yeah. the title. And I think it's like a buck a month to subscribe to. I right. think you can go to different countries around the world and like yeah. zoom in on the, cu- the country and the cities and click on there and see what news is happening there. Yeah, and I like it because you know you can see what the biases are. And like you said, it's like yeah, it's it's fascinating to watch. And that. you can see where the divide comes from because if you're only watching yeah. the, the, the Trump network and you, yeah. you think Biden exists and you're only watching the Biden network and you think yeah, it's uh, and it is it is so fascinating to just watch. And just see what happens. It's and I even in Canada too. Um you're you're watching and it's yeah, I'm not gonna give my <laughs> opinion, but <laughs> it's uh, it's it is I also think that people don't um, get all the facts either. So even oh. for myself, I don't think I've got all the facts with a lot of situations that are going on. Oh, you're getting one opinion and you're like, that's a very compelling argument, and then here's another one, you're like, hmm. That's also a compelling <laughs> argument. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, ah, I need to gather more information. Yeah, yeah I think that's the yeah. thing, especially, yeah, what the, how fast-paced our site is now, yeah. you go out yeah. to buy some cap, you go out skip the dishes, everything's ready to stay. So I think yeah. uh, people expect that you hear something, they expect you to make a decision how to stand mm-hmm. on right away. It's like, I just heard about this yesterday, I didn't even know it was a thing. Yeah, and then, it's and information, I forget what the number is, um, I'm watching, I am watching this to a lot of Darren Hardy and uh, he's talking about how often information doubles. So when you look, you know, how far we, we were coming every single day, it just seems that there's it's further and further and further. And you know, we're talking about you know technology and information and everything, and it's I think it's either things it every every 48 hours information is doubling, and it is it's just you can't even fathom mm-hmm. that, and it's, like how it, it's it is crazy. And you're seeing AI come out, and you know all this artificial intelligence, and um, even people. I think it was um, I forget where I saw it, but uh, you know Elon Musk um, had even said neuralink. Yeah, well, he's talking about you know he's even scared of yeah. You know, he's like I developed it, and it's terrifying. Yeah, and, and it's yeah. So I heard, this is I guess theory. I heard that we were actually pro, we develop, programming, developing AI currently with all the interactions we have with our iPhones. Yeah. It's learning our, I think also what I heard is there, there's potential for these AI or a one AI. I'm not sure how it's going to multiple or just one central. Um, but I heard it's gonna also learn our emotions somewhat. So hopefully, yeah. be, with emotion, <laughs> it won't be like a Well, have you? There's a show on Netflix called Things Black Mirror. Have you ever seen it? Yeah, I haven't heard. Um, oh my god! Heard, <laughs> before you, before I think of, I heard. I heard that they stopped producing shows because they like, their shows are mirroring real life. Yes, <laughs> dude, it's terrifying. Okay. I didn't want to watch I was like Black Bear. no, like I don't watch scary movies and scary shows. You know, a couple of my friends got me watching uh Haunting on Hill House, and I got like two episodes in. I'm like, are you insane? You watch this for fun? Like, now you gotta go watch cars. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Black Bear there's one episode. I mean, there, there's a lot of episodes. It is it's it's scary in the sense that you're like, Holy shit, that's real life. Like, that's a thing. There's there's one episode where um they they insert a piece, like a microchip into your head, and you wear it for, I think, two weeks, and it learns you. So, in this episode, you know, it learns exactly how you like toast. Okay, so it learns everything that you like. And then um it's... They, they take it out, and uh, they put it into this device, kind of like an Alexa or a Google home. So... Uh, then the guy that comes in the program. It's this thing. It's, it's not real. It's, it's it's not a human. It's technology. Yeah. But the guy sits there and he's like, "Yeah, so you're not real." And the, the the thing that's in there is like, "What do you mean I'm not real?" And like, it truly believes it's you. And uh, you're like, no, you're 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 designed to make it easier on yourself. You're not real. Then they they don't accept it. They're not accepting of it. They're like, okay. Try two weeks just with no music. No nothing. You're just in a small white room. And uh, so he like, speeds up two weeks, but he's sitting, I do like two minutes. And turns the thing back on. He's like, all right, you ready to walk? They're, they're cooperating. They're like, no, no, He's like, all right, try two months. And for after two months, and they're going to like... And he eventually gets up to like two years or something. And then he turns it back on. It's been five minutes for the guy that's programming this thing. Yeah. But to that thing, it's you. But it's not you; it's just your thoughts, and uh, it's so broken. At that point, it just complies, and uh, and that's it, it becomes your home automation. Yeah. It, it's 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 crazy; it's so creepy. Yeah, I'm not. You no, know, as I probably would enjoy like the Google Nest and like Alexa mm-hmm. for my music, but at the same time, like I'm not sure. Like I'm just scared of it as well because like yeah. Like my coffee maker, like this is me personally. I, I use a French press. Mm-hmm. I grab my own beans. i have no curing. Yeah, and you know, I think there's for me some things like the actual thing of certain things of actually doing it instead of having a machine have it. Oh, yeah. And there's something about it that's like satisfying. Like yeah, yeah. like also if you're busy, you put your dishes in the dishwasher. I live by myself, so I'm not gonna wait. Yeah, a yeah. full, full dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, but it's something like, again yeah, therapeutic and something just yeah, relaxable. Just doing your dish, seeing something yeah. done making your coffee play in the morning, not just playing machine, go something. Right. At least for me, it's I'm just the act of doing it. Were you, uh, is that something on the same line? Have you heard of Neil about I was from one? Uh, is that the one where they're putting the chip and they're starting it for, you know, uh, paraplegia? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that. That's actually how I started. I was playing Call of Duty with a couple of buddies of mine yeah. and we're sitting there and they're telling me about it and I was like, oh my God, this is like... That's the start of it. Yeah, yeah it starts out for that, but eventually, right, and again, yeah. information's doubling every 24-42. Yeah. It, it, it's, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. it was uh, Joe Rogan saying, can, can you can't even watch a little porn now. <laughs> it's, <always> too <laughs> it's too much. Yeah, right? Like, all new porn's every day, but um, yeah, I think, you know, it, again, initially that's going to be to fix. No need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I Maybe mean, physical impairments, mental impairments, or yeah. however politically correct to say. I apologize; it just changes every day. I apologize. Yeah. But uh, uh, but I think eventually uh, Elon Musk would say, um, eventually if everyone has this, we won't be able to. Um, we won't have to verbally speak anymore because it would be. Yeah. So yeah, there's a there's your black mirror episode about that too. I mean, you can block people in this episode. It's a it's a chip in your head. So you're like, you know, I'm blocking you. They look on their I Well. Total I guess it's a, a virtual exterminator. Yeah, and so they're like, yeah, they, they block the person. It's just a shadow out. No, you have no idea who it is. So this uh, guy's trying to get his daughter and the, the mom's not letting him do it. it goes by he approaches them in the street and uh, she has no idea who this is. She's like, oh my god, this crazy person like, who? what's going on? And the person's blocked. She can't see that You know, she knows him. She has no idea. In that episode, was uh it yeah, I had to stop watching the show. It was just it was way too creepy. Yeah, way yeah. Way too creepy. I don't I think we two episodes and I think also I watched the uh the Mad the hunt Unibomber series on Netflix. Well wow. wow. and it was like a short series like one season type of thing. And again I almost been crazy watching that mm. because you get into almost the mind the mind of the unibomber and I think all this technology is bad. We should destroy it. And, like, maybe you had the right premise here. Maybe you went the, the wrong way about doing it, about blowing people up. I'm like, they, like I think the one, how it ended. I um, mean, yeah, I shouldn't say how it ended, but basically, there's one premise. Um, he's like, stop at a red light. It's 2 a.m. There's no cars. Everybody stopped anyway. This one red light is telling you how to act. I'm like, that's yeah. kind of true. If you obviously go through red light, you get to take it to be a concert. Yeah. Um, so, like, yes, um, you no, know, there's. With well, the advancement technology, like the rapid advancement since sure. basically 2000, um, and exponentially growing, so, yeah. Um, yeah. how do you how, how do you think it plays into like mental health when people's like mental psyche? cool um, oh. well, <clears throat> I think um, I think our society kind of. There's such a negative, I guess, stigma around you know mental health and people sharing it and talking about it. I don't, I don't really know why that's a thing. It's, I guess, people some are just embarrassed about it or anything, something like that. Um, so I actually recently did the Myers uh, Briggs personality test.
1: Okay. And now, what, what is
0: up for people, Bill? I think I don't even know about it. Well, so the Myers-Briggs, so you'll answer, um, it'll go through a series of questions and then you you answer, um, it gives you kind of a, like, you know how you can say uh, strongly agree or strongly disagree? Mm-hmm. So it'll give you these circles and you, you answer your kind of opinion on these questions and then at the end it'll tell you you know, based on your answers, you're this kind of personality type. And so when you will know, break down in, you know, family relations, um, uh, your relationships, your, your work, professional setting, all this kind of thing, how you generally see and view certain things. And um, so my personality type, it uh, talked about, you know, sharing um, how... So my personality, whenever I'm talking about anything like mental health or um, opening up to people, sharing things with people, maybe about how you're feeling, so my personal personality type typically would see it as a weakness. Mm -hmm. So I don't share a lot of things. People that know me. Um, there's only a handful of people that really, really, really know, me. and again, it's you know, your or dies, right? Um, there's only a handful of people that really, really know, me. it takes me a while to open it up to people, but uh, yeah, I would see it as a, a, a weakness, and uh, I think some of those things are really pushed onto people, so um, you know, you have to be strong and, and this and that, but um. You don't have to be. You know, you can, you know, as long as you have your your core group, you feel so much better. And I feel like, you know, even though it's in our healthcare system, I think, you know, mental health treatment should be free. It should be, 100% it should be free. I never, I, I never thought about, you know, uh, seeing a psychologist or this and that. But, um, you know, I made a decision a little while ago that I, I wanted to just be, Healthy. It was uh, so I, Ukrainian. I'm, I'm going to go on a, a whole tangent here right. <laughs> to answer your question. Yes, yeah. yeah. so, um So I, Ukrainian. Um, I got very injured on a tour in Europe. Um, were you, which deaths were Before, you at? Know, yeah, it was uh Ukrainian deaths some So I tore a ligament into my ankle. Um, couple. It wasn't fun. It was awful. Um, I ended up dancing the whole tour, but that kind of saved me. You know, stopped all the scar tissue performing and all that kind of stuff. So I came back, um, tried to heal it. Those that know me also know that I don't get any injuries. And I came back to dance way too early. And uh, so when you're, you have something that's lingering and you never treat it, you know, pretty eventually it just gets worse and worse and worse and worse. So I think that's you know, applies to every aspect of your life, so um, that didn't it, it got worse? Um, and then we had to big show in February this past February, and uh, so I had to get back to dance. And you know, my injuries are just there they their own. If you always hurt them, it's frustrating. You're not sleeping at night because you just can't find a comfortable position, you just hurt all the time. So after the show, I was like, "Okay, you know what? I'm taking time off. I'm healing my body. 100. I'm 100% healing my body. Uh, and then a pandemic, so all my treatments that I'm going for my body all canceled. I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> so, um, and then uh, over time, you know, you're the first little bit. It's okay. You know, it's kind of exciting. It's a new thing. It was kind of exciting for me, work from home and all this kind of stuff. And eventually, it, it eats away at you. Um, there's a book from Darren Hardy you know, called Compound Effects. If have never read it, mm-hmm. it so it's a small, seemingly insignificant changes that make the biggest loss of impacts. So, good or bad. Yeah. Okay, that's key. Good or bad. So, um, I live a pretty active lifestyle mm-hmm. um, and uh, I'm always on the go and that kind of thing. So, when it all stopped, you know, I'm not playing hockey, I'm not dancing. I already knew my diet was shit. (laughs) So when you put all that together, um, it makes a a good, I guess, uh, it's a a good soup for a disaster. (laughs) So, you know, stuck at home, extroverts stuck at home, not seeing people, not recharging, not doing the right things that I should be. Um, And it takes that one time where you're like, ah, you know what? not going to read my book today. I'm yeah. tired. I'll do it tomorrow. And then tomorrow comes and you don't do it tomorrow. And then the next day, you're like, okay, 100% I'm doing it tomorrow. And then a few months go by. <laughs> and you haven't read, you haven't listened to audios, you're eating garbage, sure. and then you're running up and down the stairs and you're like, oh, i got to take a break halfway up. And you're just like, this is not good. Yeah. Um, so you're sitting there and then one day you're kind of jogging down the stairs. I'm like, oh, dude, things are jiggling on me. They should not be jiggling. And I'm like, oh, this is no good. And, uh, you know, it starts to take a, a toll on you that way. And you're like, oh, man, okay, no, I, I know how to do this. So I'll, I'll do it, whatever. And then, you know, you don't really truly, you don't know, have a deep desire to, to better. It. Um, and then the worst part, and I think um, prolonging, I guess, injury, whether it's physical or mental, makes it worse on you so um i never really understood when people would tell me when they had panic attacks or anxiety attacks or any of that kind of stuff never really understood what do you mean just like and it's the whole thing i've seen it all over social media it's not just about calming down it's not about relaxing and you're like how do you fix it i don't know it just happens and you're trying to answer these questions to understand it. you they can't explain it and until you yourself experience it Oh my god, dude! It is so different. So you're sitting there, and you you It gets harder to wake up in the morning, and you're like, ah, man. And you're walking through, and you're like, ah, the kitchen's a mess. Uh, so much work to do I don't know. I'm just going to sit and watch Netflix after this show, after this episode next episode skip intro, next episode skip intro, next episode skip intro um, and you're sitting there and then the day goes by and you're like oh I didn't do it again now oh, it's tomorrow, this and that um, but I think everyone gets, you have to just find one it's one point in your life where you just you have to make that decision and it's hard it is not easy, but your your desire has to be. I'm um, saying you you will experience two types of pain: the the pain of regret or the pain of discipline. So if you're going to experience two types of pain, why would you not? Why no one wants to regret anything? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm the biggest I've ever been. There is no way I can do another two hour show right now. I hate everything. Like, it, and it sucks. And you're just in this cycle. You don't realize that you're in it mm-hmm. until it's like kind of too late. And then uh, you're just, just comes up casually in conversation. You're talking to somebody about, you know, mental health and there are challenges you're like, hmm, that's interesting. But for me, I don't share anything because that's who I am. So I'm like, hmm, I experienced all of those things too. And people that know meet me were like, would never expect me to have thoughts like that. And um, so I was like, you know what? I, I got benefits. Um, I'm going to give this a shot. See what happens so then I did a whole bunch of research to, uh, to find out who works best for you and what I can use benefits for and this kind of thing so I started I started doing psychology and um, I don't know why people are afraid to tell people that no. I never understood it um, and I'm doing it and now I'm talking to all my friends, I'm like "Have you tried psychology dude, you gotta try that. and they're like what, I was like honestly you gotta call this person I'm like I'm just like go 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 um, and it's it gets it thinking in a different way. It kind of, it, it snaps you out of it. Um, but then you go back to, and you also can't fix things instantly. Mm-hmm. There's no, there's no one right answer or anything like that. So, um, it, and you can't, you can't just, uh, you know, you can you know, quitting smoking. You can't quit cold turkey. You know, in, in high school, I don't think my parents even know about this. So if they listen to this, they're going to find something. I used to smoke in high school. They probably knew, really. But they, uh and so I, I'm going to provincials for soccer. And I cannot breathe. And I'm like, God, I don't want to do this anymore. And I just stopped. So I stopped. Whatever. I think my dad also stopped cold turkey because he used to sit in the bed. He struggled with a few things. So I guess you could in some scenarios. But For a long lasting impact, you know, to to get into it, you got to create a habit. Um, If you want to wake up early and, you know, become, you know, this super achiever, you know, you can have, you know, your mind can say, yeah, we're going to conquer the world, but your body's like, nope, you know, you got to take care of it. So to, to wake up early, I would, um, fifteen minutes every week or every two weeks, just small, seemingly insignificant changes. So you wake up fifteen minutes early every two weeks. Over time, you're going to be starting waking up pretty early. You start doing, you know, um, with uh, when it comes to. I told I'm telling my mom this a lot as well. I had to talk to my parents about this kind of stuff. Um, Garbage in, garbage out, right? Whether that's and we all know that for our physical body, right? So I think it's the same thing for your mental body as well. Um, Garbage in, garbage out. So what's the first thing that you're looking at first thing in the morning? Hundred percent. Most people are flipping over looking on Facebook, looking at emails. Why? You know, it just takes something small. So I kind of look at your mind as like a you know glass of water, right? You have a glass of water, you just put a couple of tablespoons of dirt and you mix it around. No one's gonna drink that glass of water, no one wants anything to do with that glass of water. But eventually, the, the more clean, clear water that you feed that glass, it's gonna overfill. Eventually, as you're filling that glass, it's that that dirt and that garbage is going to go away. It'll still be there, but it's gonna go away. Eventually, it's gonna become a good very clean, clear glass of water. However, if you stop it, and put another tablespoon of dirt, you gotta start all over again. So a small seemingly means significant things. So people are like read books, listen to audios, listen and this, and they're just shoving it down your throat. Well, maybe read just ten pages. Yeah. You know, I'm not a big reader, I'd rather listen to audios and that kind of thing. But you know, uh ten pages in the morning, ten pages at night. 20 pages in a day. It's small. It seems insignificant, but over time, you know, it's going to make a huge impact mm-hmm. for you. Um, what are you feeding yourself? You know, what are you watching? Are you watching the news? Is it negative news media or is it positive news oh, media? yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you get like wrapped up, like it wrapped up in the Facebook videos. Yeah. And so, right. I remember so, sometimes, I don't know why <coughs> I watch the street fights, but then I like, operate this second third one sometimes fourth <laughs> yeah. playing with the route while you go down i can feel myself getting angry yeah i kind of want like, don't want to fight why don't you just fight i never fought in my life i want to fight back. we're creatures of habit and so you it and it takes time mm-hmm. so what i is I'm, I'm we also live in a world of instant gratification right yeah so for me i i, I looked myself i was like oh boy this is not me this is not okay i'm not okay with this and it was one of the last summer months that we had, um wanted to go up to the lake and hang out with my friends and all this kind of stuff. Um so what I did is I I'm like I I went hardcore with you know dropping the weight. That yeah. was the first one. Um so I ended up losing over 30 pounds in a month. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but and that was it's not that I was, you know exercising like crazy you know people i think oh yeah i used to think like oh man you gotta go to the gym three hours a day like, oh, I don't have that. so i also don't want to you know there's a okay. simpsons episode it's like guy the hell's a guy yeah God. oh guy. um <laughs> i i've i think i've spent less than five days in a gym um so for me, I you know I started just walking my dog every single day, the small walks, small walks, um, ten minutes here, ten minutes back, that kind of thing. Um, and then eventually, at the the walks that I'm doing now, I'm like, holy man! I remember when I first started, I wouldn't even have, I would have driven to where I walk now. <laughs> you know, started started with walking, and then you know the weather gets cold, and when it's minus thirty, no one's gonna want to walk. So I bought a spin bike just a little bit every single day in the morning just and back to you are gonna experience two types of pain the pain mm-hmm. of disappointed pain of regret so the days that you don't work out you're like ah man I, I probably should have but every single time that you do you feel so good about it after that oh, workout yeah. how every single time and you hear from how many people you feel so good after workout so you just do it after you read those 10 pages you're like oh, I feel good about it right and it's, I feel like we're also so attracted to, to negativity that you have to actively try, you have to actively do the steps to get yourself back on track. Um, so yeah, I 100%, I fell off the, the wagon. I did it for years where I, you know, took everything i read and just right, those small, seemingly insignificant things, good or bad. Um, it, and and it was for me, unfortunately, it was the bad for a while, and then I was like, no, 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 get hold on, hard reset, um, and uh, and I, I just made that decision. And one of my friends is like, oh my god, how are you going to do this? We're all on the night, we're drinking beers, barbecues, burgers, all this. I'm like my desire to to drop that way to get back to normal for me is way higher than wanting to have a beer or anything like that. So it wasn't hard. You know, people are like, oh dang, it was hard. It wasn't hard. Like, did I want a burger? Yes. Did I care? Yeah, kinda. However, when you're looking at the results, no, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care. And you're like, oh yes, let's keep it going. um And it happens like that for, for everything, you know, fruit. Physical, I think we have two different machines. Yeah. Right? we have a physical machine and a mental machine. We understand the physical machine really well. You know, it's a it's a it's a rented meat suit, right? Yeah, <laughs> you it, it pumps blood, oxygen, and gets you through get the day, that kind of thing. But we don't understand our, our mental machine. You know, and I think that's the hardest part is what separates that. You know, you've seen um uh, you've been to a funeral. Yeah, yeah? you've seen like, a body in the casket. How many times like when you go to the viewing, you're you're looking and you're like, that doesn't look like that. Oh yeah. So so, but why? Why is that? Right? But it's 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 the same, it's the being, it's the body, but that thing that was animating that body, that's gone. So we have to how do you understand that? So what is that? So um I think our brains, you know, we're we're programmed and designed to survive. So it uh, so how do you understand that? And um actually when I, I would talk and do trainings for some people, talk about um understanding that mental side of things, um that negative that voice inside your head, when you really simplify it, uh, as we're having conversations, um there's more conversation happening than the one that we're having, sure. right? So you're having a conversation and then you're having your own conversation in your own mind, in your own head. And, you know, there's a voice talking to you. And for those people, like, what do you mean, what voice? Well, the voice that just said, what voice? That's the voice, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. So that's the voice. you Now people are like, oh, hi. okay. So, but that voice is the thing that's going, hmm. I don't know if you should do that. Maybe, now should we? Shouldn't we? Maybe we should. No, we shouldn't. Should we? And then I, I joke around and I say, you end up shooting all over yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so you'll sit there and that's the voice. So I um, talk to people um, and I learned this from, from somebody. try to, to just separate it from, from you. Give it a name. So... Um, for me, I like to prove things wrong. I like I love that fight power of just prove you tell me I can't do it, give me 30 days, I'll show you that I can. Yeah, like and that's just the way I am. I it's I don't know, I'm weird. Yeah. but um so I, I separate it and you give it a, a, a name. So I like to give it the most negative person that you know. So for me, I'm like just that one that just grinds your gears and just inside you're grinding your teeth the person that you want to prove wrong every single time it doesn't matter what you're going to go to the end of the earth just to that's the name name it that thing and every single time it tells you you can't do something say well thank you for sharing whatever you name it Um, I'm not going to tell you what name mine is because that person might be listening (laughs) so (laughs) And for some people, they go to bed at night with that person. Who knows, right? Um, but for me, uh, so I give it a name, and you know, you say, Thank you for sharing, but I'm not listening. Then um, you got to tell yourself that some people wear bands, and every single time that happens, you just snap yourself at that band. It just it registers to, to not listen to that negative thought and negative voice in your head. Um, you no, know, I don't recommend saying thank you for sharing and not listening when you're standing in line at a grocery store. <laughs> you're standing there thank you for sharing i'm not listening (laughs) so um for for me so you you separate that voice it's hard man it takes work you have to apply every single day you have to to keep going exactly i think you nailed that Nailed and There's you have to have a desire you want you have to want to do it you have to have have how desire to come you want to want to do it because so many times uh Beginning of the year, everyone says they want to lose weight. Everyone yeah. says, but then like the February. Yeah, February, gyms are dead. Yeah. So you just save old people, hey, Bob, how's it going? Same people. And again, yeah. the gym's off for everyone. So I think as well, as you mentioned, yeah. sometimes people just sometimes go too hard, too fast. They're so like, I got go work out and then their body's hurting. It's like it such a shock. Sucks. Yeah, and then, yeah. It's, and then they go back to the comfort zones. like, this is much better. Instead of, like you mentioned, yeah. Going for the walks incrementally and then making oh. uh, them the spin like and how I started my finished journey. I was when I was when I was 18, so what, eight years ago now? Um, I was in a relationship and didn't work out in mm-hmm. Austin University, the freshman 15 or 50, I think I got 50 pounds, so I did the same as you stop playing sports, get my eating habits yeah. out. And then I was like January, that was like 260 pounds and like, or 240, something wrong those was like I need a and then when I started working out, I think my friend's father was an ex-bodybuilder who just got you know, back to the gym himself, so he's gonna mentor me. Yeah. He said every day, just try to do as many push-ups and says you can't do so something yeah. yeah. When I first started to do single push yeah. yeah. Yeah, I I think cried every day and I every day, but then I did I want it so bad. And for me, I think yeah. I was trying to prove the uh, max girlfriend wrong. I want to show this bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but then after 12 months, after, I'm like, I really enjoy this. And now yeah. the reason why I stuck in the gym is because I found programs, exercises that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. And, and then again, I'm not scared to try something new. So for, for people at the gym, i thing, maybe it's, maybe it's walking, maybe it's, maybe it's, uh, riding your bike or whatever. Maybe it's just yoga. And then again, same thing. Like it's so true. I, I think I heard the same thing. as. um, Wherever you pay attention to the first 30 minutes of your day. So, again, you look at your yeah. phone, something negative, it's going to impact you the rest of the day. Absolutely. And you probably hear it too. You probably talk to people, probably it's at like 4 p.m., you're maybe wrapping up your sales or whatever you're doing for the day. And then sometimes like, did you hear this at 8 a.m. on the news this morning? And yeah. they're still going about it. Yeah. In the evening, it's like, man. Yeah. And it's because people crave that negativity. They don't, they'll say it, they don't. But deep down, hundred percent, they crave the negative. You they crave crazy the our survival almost that we are on the lookout for the negative, the potential threat. Yeah, so that, that that's what we're glued to. But then, obviously, mm-hmm. there's a there's a saying: "As you think, so shall you become." It a hundred percent. You know, what, whatever you think about the most is what's going to manifest in your life. If you're focused on, oh man, like I, I need mean, to. I've got this much debt, I've got this, I've got this problem, I've got this problem, I've got this problem. It's, oh yeah, just lucky me, another problem. Yeah. Well, maybe that's for a reason. You know, maybe you're just so focused on the problem that you're not being solution-oriented. Okay, so that's the problem. If there's a problem, would there not be a solution to said problem? Yeah, yeah. okay, well, let's identify that solution and let's incrementally work on it. Nothing is going to take, It's gonna. it's going to come overnight. You know, the whole... You know, you know, self-made millionaire, instant overnight millionaire. That's no, that's not a. He's not an overnight, you know, celebrity. This kind of thing. Overnight for thirty years. Yeah, overnight for thirty years, every single day, fourteen hours a day. Yeah, I think it was, uh, you know, Kevin. I think it was Kevin Hart. Yeah. He's like, no, man, you weren't there when I was having those awful thoughts. You weren't there. Everyone wants to share in success, but no one wants to be part of the journey. Yeah. Right? It's it is everyone wants the testimony. Yeah. But in order to have a testimony, you need to be tested. Yeah. Right? So you it's it's a it's a journey, it's a grind. You know, everyone the the people that are, are however you see success, those people that got there love it because they've seen the, the other side you know they're even in Wolf of Wall Street Jordan Belfort right he's I've been a rich man I've been a poor man I will take rich every single time <laughs> oh exactly so, yeah. so it's uh, and then yeah, exactly yeah you know, I think also you, I think you have to enjoy it as well like yeah you know, there's many people you know, I guess I we just established like they originally before cars were booming mm-hmm. young cars so you heard you could you can make good money Then real estate you can just make money mm-hmm. and yeah, I think for some people they can stick it out know, and make money, but I think the majority of people, yeah, I think, um, yeah, there's a guy on that uh financial I was working at. He was, a, I think, crossover recently. He's been at it for almost 20 years, so again, yeah, working really hard, training tons of people. But then I asked him, so I was like, one like, my father was a construction company, like, do I want to take that over? Yeah. So I go to him, and before I even go ask him a question, I immediately assume like, no work here. Look at me, I'm mm-hmm. making so much money. I will go anywhere else. But he said to me, he's like, he's like, you're you're old, and I'm right now I'm 26. So, like you're 26, probably working for like, next like 30, 40 years. Yeah, he's like, so you only know, have to do is uh, for next like, 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 three, like, like what three? It's like was it like 10,000 days basically almost. Mm-hmm. You just wake up the next 10,000 days, to be happy with what you're doing, like. That's the they never said. Choose one or the other. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's pretty impactful. Like, I think <clears throat> I 100% believe money is important. And I think it's something that's funny. You know, it someone's like I don't need money as well. Like, you need money pay bills and want to yeah. travel. But I think sometimes you almost have to go through, pick what you want in life. Mm-hmm. And I think no matter what, you, what your career is, there's going to be an apprenticeship stage. Yeah. Whereas either whether it be six months to like 10 years, like for example, a chef. You have to learn, get better. And then once you get past a that point, that's when all the success comes and the money comes because you, yeah. you learned, you grew, you built your skills where initially you didn't make much money. But since you stuck it out, now you're making tons of money. Like, for example, yeah. Joe Rogan, pretty well known, but I think it took him 11 years, 10 years until he got this huge steal with Spotify. Yeah. Yeah. It's it. nothing is instant. And even the thing with money, so, money um, was uh make a good person better and a bad person worse. That's all I need to know about money is right? It's yeah, it's it's a it's a result, you know, of worth so I think for in terms of work, um the moment you, when you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. And and I people some agree with that saying, some don't. I think it's a hundred percent true. You know, I um a, a buddy of mine is uh you know the journeyman carpenter and i i grew up um with my grandpa and you know building things and i just i don't know i i enjoy it i love i would always build benches and then whatever it is you know for the yard um it's for me it's therapeutic because i enjoy it so over the summer my you know, him and i are building decks and uh, we're sitting there and the 12 hour day goes by and you know, we are driving back in the truck and it's like Oh shit, we didn't take a break. Like, you know, you just, you don't realize it because you're, you're, you're working, you're both building something. It's just, it's fun. You're enjoying it. So, um, right there, you know, when you enjoy what you do, you never work a day in your life. Now, however, are there going to be some hard days? Thousand percent. We had a great idea to use a, a, they called it a two man auger to drill post holes for, you know, for, for some posts. And, um, that was an awful idea. (laughs) It's not like it was so hard. They called it a two man. I was like, we, you need four guys for that thing. So oh, it's because like when it it's light, but as soon as it grabs all the, dirt, oh my god, to... it's yeah. They're like, yeah, only go down two or three inches and then bring it back up. We're like, ah, we got this. We're at six inches. We're like, oh shit, and like you're stuck and we're like, oh my god, it was so hard. It was so frustrating. We're both getting mad and angry, we're not getting mad and angry. We're just mad and angry because it's so hard. And just screaming, ah. <laughs> Oh, and, and, you know, and it, it's, yeah, um, small, seemingly insignificant changes makes the biggest impact. Small, seemingly two inches at a time, boom, 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 boom. You know, and after, you know, you got your, you use the big hole that you need. Um, it's just when you go too hard, too fast. It's way too hard, way too much of a shock, and it's, you're never going to get it. Yeah, I think oh, that's pretty much so rises right society nowadays. Yeah. It's too fast, too quick sometimes. Yeah, and it's a shock. And mm-hmm. even though I think we're even smarter, I'm not sure. It's yeah, it's questionable right now. But you know, technology is advancing and has advanced at a rapid mm-hmm. pace. Even since, as I mentioned, like the 2000s, like before. If you look at the year 1000 to year 1100, mm-hmm. right, how much changed? Yeah. The year 1600 to year 1700, maybe a bit of better muskets, a bit better yeah. ships, but really, but if you look at the year 1930 yeah. to right now, it's a day difference. And I think mentally, our minds, and I think, you know, our mental health and people having mental health, I think everyone has some sort of mental, like some bad mental health because yeah. I don't really, we're not really we are not customer lot to be constantly. Engage mm-hmm. in our in our neurons firing every all the time. You know, yeah. I do all the time. You know, sometimes when I stop watching TV, I go do this shit. I pull my phone, put YouTube on, and mm-hmm. so I've had it So they go, I like now I'm like so I have been constantly chatting me. Yeah, and I think that's almost a right now because people yeah. can't be in silence. And I go to my friends so sometimes, and and we like to watch our shows. And I'm not a big show guy. I say I have a crew people uh, or certain people to watch it with. Yeah. And sometimes it's uh and sometimes I'm watching and I look over and then during the show my people are on the phone, so now, like, yeah. oh, I'm the only one not on the phone, like not, I mean, I'm a literal person, so like wait we till we're watching a show, I like, that's, yeah. that's what we're doing. like it's, and then him so you probably seen it on TV. go out on yeah. dates and, uh-huh, absolutely one and of you my, teach your own, you do what you want write, but then yeah. you're staying across the room when you, you're meeting on Instagram or whatever Yeah. one of my friends consistently calls me out on it and you know <laughs> drives me nuts but I appreciate it I super super appreciate because we're so just so used to it right it's just the technology the like information is right at our fingertips and I think one of the the hardest parts when it comes to mental health is people don't really understand themselves, really. They really, really don't. Um, and I think that's maybe where psychology could come in and help, you know, answer the questions and all that kind of stuff. And even, uh, you know, my journey, the first appointment, they're like, what do you want to talk about? I was like, I don't know. I I just have uh, my benefits. I want to use it. Like, um. Uh, it's I just want to become healthier all over you know that includes that side and um, it was kind of funny Uh, she's like well okay like it's like an onion you're going to be like an onion you know we're going to peel your layers back and we're going to find out and then um, I was like few sessions in five or six something I finally started opening up and she's like yeah, man, I remember our first session when you said you just wanted to hear it like, I don't know I was like yeah she's like yeah when I hear that I know exactly what we're going after and I was like oh man and as we're talking um it was there was so many things and it just she would ask me a question that I would answer. She's very she, like, she blunt well with you too, like just. I told show. her flat out. I was like, I'm the, I'm like, I'm get, i get, get the chase kind of person. It's like, you know, it, I don't want to dance around it. Like, if I'm paying for the session, like, let's get in there, like, do it. Um, and she's like, okay, and then she kind of like she was kind of blunt, but then like, got. Progressively to that point, and then she's like, "Yeah, when I hear that, you know, I know there's something to work on." Okay. And here you are telling me all this, and I was like, "God!" She, I was like, "You're like a brain ninja, like it is." <laughs> it's, uh, but it is—it's so fascinating. And I, and I tell every every single time I'm done, I'll call my parents. i be like, "Hey, this is what happened today." And then uh, I just find it fascinating when these people are able to, you know, identify all of that. Um, and one thing that I've kind of talk to some people about it and trying to help you and you. Um and, and who, what kind of person you want to become with if you had a, a bad, you know, life, you can always change it. Right. So well, I always would think that, would that would that be like the first tip you're experiencing mental health challenges or anxiety. Would that be the first step is identifying who you want to be, kind of what you want and who you want? Uh, I th- you get there. You 100 percent some of those questions are hard. Like she gave me a worksheet. And uh, I'm still not learning. it. Like, some of these questions are hard. Like, what do you want to change about you? Like, well, you think you know, but you don't really know. So you got to work. It, it takes time, man. Um, but I like to say um, write your own eulogy. For some people, that's either a good thing or that's a not so good thing. Um, and if you're, if you're not okay with that eulogy, then change it. You still can, right? And and it's a it's a scary thought to, to think of. Like, all right, how do people know me? What can I do? How can I be different? How can I be better? Um, yeah, it's 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 not a you know, working out your mind is like working out your body. You can't just bang go in as I'm I'm an instant gratification kind of person. I think our whole world is, yeah. but I also understand that it takes time, you know, it's you know, you you got to work out your muscles your your mind is it is one of your muscles right you have to you got to work on it and uh, get the help and and you you see a personal trainer a psychologist is your personal trainer for your mind i think you know um but yeah it's it can be tricky for for some the the first the first step is just doing it it's just simply Doing it. Um, you know, in the mornings working out even, you know, the push-ups, hundred percent. I was like, Yeah, I want to do push-ups every single day. I want to do a push-up, I realize I can't do a push-up. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> so have you watched Brooklyn Nine Nine? I have, yeah. Okay, so there's an episode where they're breaking into the FBI and Jake Peralta has to do one pull up to get up into the vent. And he's sitting there and he's like, <gasps> I was <laughs> screaming and I was like, okay. And they're like, all right, you did one. Now, can you do it without screaming? That's why I felt during my first push up. Like, <laughs> like, it was crazy. And now I'm like, I'm obviously much better. I can actually do push ups you now. Um, but yeah, man, it is. It's is—it's—it's crazy the amount of work you got to do on yourself. And most people just aren't willing to do it. But the other challenge goes also back to, you know, you just get in that slum and that, that mindset of. Uh, God, and if you just say, screw it, just do it. Oh, man, there's so many days where I would be up late with my friends. I wake up, I'm like, oh my God, it's 6.30 uh, 15 Martin. No, 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 do it. Up, even 10 minutes, just 10 minutes. It's like, okay, so I'll start just a basic warm up, just got moving and then, you know, do your 25-minute workout, you're good to go. And you're like... I'm glad I did that. I'm glad I did that, yeah. Every single time. Yeah, I think it's, it's like you have to, sometimes it sucks, Yes, sometimes I don't want to go to the gym, but yeah. again, can feel so much better after. Yeah. I think that's also, you know, I understand, you know, there's a lot of health concerns with COVID, but I think that's mm-hmm. one, oh, it's the detriment, you know, downside, negative, so negative aspect of um, the guidelines is, uh, I understand probably taking your vitamins and working, you know, probably may not May not you may not may not lower your chances of not getting it. Yeah, but I think that was just a huge negative aspect that no one, no one's been talking about. Hey, move your body because it's yeah. good for your mind. It's make, need, make sure you yeah. take your vitamins because you know it will make you healthier. Because we are in wintertime yeah. you where your immune system is down naturally. Yeah. Yeah. And less sun is more depressing. And, uh, yeah. there's an app called the uh, Muscle Booster. <laughs> That's what I I just started with. That I was like I don't know. Anything I can dance, I can teach you to dance, but man, how do you do push up? I don't know, push up. I don't know, like it's, it's so basic. I do a spot, I don't know, spot down. Like it's, uh, so like it's, it's, you know, all that good stuff, but this app, it has a, it shows you an exact and it's the, the warm up is seven minutes, and then one of your workouts is at like 12 minutes, and it has a whole, and you can do it for the whole year. Um, just something as basic as that, just getting moving and then being right. Oh man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, yeah, 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 do something you enjoy, yeah. and again, it doesn't have to be big. but like, you have to make sure you're enjoying. Again, yeah. I think reading, reading something positive, yeah, is super beneficial in the morning. Yeah. Um, again, because if you read the negative news, yeah. it's going to garbage around. in, garbage out. Clean, clean, clear glass of water. Just that little bit every single day. That wake up, write something. So my my routine. I you know, wake up. Read something positive. Listen to something positive. Quick basic workout. Um, drink a glass of water before I start actually So wake up. As I'm listening and reading, a big glass of water. Uh, then I do my workout. Uh, then I'll have my breakfast. Uh, then, you know, I'll shower after my workout. Um, after my shower, cold shower. I get everything cold. You don't need to spray water on your yeah. entire face and just kind of wakes up. Feel like your whole body. Cold shower. Um, then go about your day. Uh, at the end of the day, write down all of your thoughts. Your mind can actually rest because sometimes you're just laying there and it's going a mile a minute. Just write down all your thoughts, something positive, so that the brain at the end of the day and um, start and it's a repeat. You find the brain that positive thing that helps. You just whatever whatever you're doing, whatever your thoughts are. If you're like, oh, I better do this tomorrow, this 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 this. this just so you don't forget and your mind isn't racing. Just write down whatever you're thinking. And then you can pick back up on that thinking the next day. You're just, your mind also needs to rest. You can't physically rest. Yeah, 100%. And I think also you mentioned it, um, it's having the right group of people around you. Yeah. Um, so often, you know, we try, I think people we try to change. And then, like, I experienced it as well. And with my friends from high school, you know, I was yeah. stuck with the Ukraine group from Kata to Kata. Yeah. also is pretty awesome. And, and then I think out of the group, trying to they got people who actually go to the gym consistently and love it. I'm probably just kind of the, the friend people think about I was the only one. Yeah. And when we were consistently hanging out. I remember I was like yeah, when we went to Boston Pizza. Yeah. And I was, I was chatting. And I was pretty pretty good shit. Pretty good shit. Like, Do I don't like to lose more, like more fat. I want to get yeah. ripped. And probably didn't think anything. Oh, no. You're thin enough. You're looking good. You can have this piece of pizza. Yeah. But I think sometimes, you know, it's life is all about experiences. I don't have to, sometimes I can listen, I experience for myself, I don't mind up about it. And I think sometimes we go through certain experiences, in my brother traveling, my brother weight loss, fitness, sales, um, yeah. mindset development. And sometimes you just you change and yeah. you see other people who, um, who are a person. Like if you want to be, like for me, if I want to be like uh Way that's in Chaffey, for example, that's what I'm gonna be proud of. One, I'm probably gonna hang out with power characters, parents, absolutely. people who are probably better than me. Yeah. And then also, I think in that aspect, because I think when we talk about having a group, we think about having people with just this. I think we also need at least one, maybe two close friends mm-hmm. who say, you know what, you know, I have one friend, shout out to Kevin. You'll mm-hmm. um, be like, you know, you're, you're fat today. Like, you'll be like, I'm her best friend. Sometimes I've heard yeah. but like, sometimes i like, you know what? Maybe it have been like eating a bit of touchback was, yeah. and so I think we need like a like friend who we trust, obviously, who is up front and off to us, who would tell us, yeah. "Hey, like people are talking this. I see this, and do you have like a friend like that who like tells you stories?" Yeah, stuff. yeah. There's uh, you're also your your circle of influence is huge. You know, the five people that you hang around with, most divide their lives by five is probably yours. Mm-hmm. You know, your personal life, financial, everything about it, is probably. Quite similar. And then the other thing too around like minded people too. Um, You can't, I don't think you should hang around with people that are, you know, if you're, that are so. Far down the road from me. you know, I couldn't hang around with like Jeff you know, Bezos. Yeah, you can't hang out with a guy like Jeff Bezos all the time. Be like, oh, that's because I want his lifestyle. You know, it's gonna be devoting. You gotta hang with people that are just slightly better than you to bring you up to that point. So, again, we'll so see. You in significant changes. Yes, mm-hmm. and would it be, I guess, the beneficial maybe to either not necessarily have someone like that for him, you know, but maybe either me. Have them in your circle, but maybe instead of like daily or weekly, maybe like yeah. once a month. Checking. Yeah. You have yeah. your yeah, you have yeah. your two hour friends, twenty four hour yeah. friends, two week friends, and two month friends. Right? How many people who can you hang out with for that period of time? Some people can only hang out with somebody for a day. Or a lot. Yeah. So yeah, and then that goes back to mental health because sometimes yeah. because I think it's habitual sure where this person's been in our life for so so long. Yeah, for sure. You know, it's, and uh, we can either pause it here or we can end it here. It's up to you. Sure, right? we can. Yeah, we can pause. Yeah, well, you can go back and just not make <laughs> it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to the <laughs> myself. <about> <laughs> I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. And... Yeah, hope everyone we're getting close to the holidays. I hope everyone is at least spending some time with close ones, loved ones, as much as they can during the pandemic here. And yeah, we're getting close to the holidays. It's getting cold here in Canada. And make sure you do your Christmas shopping right now because everyone everyone is buying now and shipping now. So pretty soon there's gonna be nothing on the shelves. I think people already taking over toilet paper. And I think we learned from the, I thought we would have learned from the first time that, um, toilet paper is not a shortage. And also, by the way, in case people do not know, um, your sink has water, your shower has water. Worst case, you have no toilet paper. Just go to the bathroom and run the shower on your butt for a bit. You some soap on your bum. Then you have a fresh, clean bum versus just wiping with basic toilet paper where you have poop particles left over. So no need to panic, no need to rush. And just be safe out there. Regardless of your belief or your viewpoint of this pandemic and COVID-19. In my opinion, you know. Just don't be stupid, that's all. You know, if you're feeling sick, you're feeling ill, and just don't go out. Maybe if you have someone who can get you groceries or do things for you, if you're feeling ill, just don't go out. That's just common sense, you're not spreading any disease or germs around. And I guess if you do go out, especially to public places, few public places, just follow the guidelines. And if you do have some medical um, diagnosis, which you it prevents you from breathing, make sure you have an alternative may um, blockage or blockade, whatever however you describe it, on your mouth to run spread. That's just my take. But it's given like a pre-holiday greeting. All right. will be able to there. Yeah. 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 A lot of water. A lot of water. A lot of water. <laughs> <It's wonderful. laughs> How when you try to get the daily amount of water in your like your bathroom becomes like your thermal. <laughs> exactly. Like, yeah. I think water also cures a lot of a lot of things, man. You know, it keeps it going throughout the day. Yeah. But yeah, that's, I also, I think, i very, I relate to Jake to a lot. You know, he's like, when he starts drinking water a lot, Um yeah, God, that show is just hilarious. I think that's also a thing, um, too, cause I know, you know, I, I have that sometimes too, like, I'm, I'm an adult, 26. I don't even though it's not old at all. Yeah. Like, sometimes like, I don't need, I don't need a video game since I got 94. And then I recently bought, uh, the PS4 because the PS5 came out, so I knew the market. <laughs> so I you think know, I got a, a game, all the chords, plus us like, say three games 250, and of course, Jeez. but of course, I had to buy the new Black Ops. Yeah, um, yeah. And, um, but like for me, it's like if I've done the work, and, and again, how about mental health? Sometimes, if if you get done your work, you get done the day. You don't have to be like all when adult it's, it's, it's being adult all the time where you're you're serious. And I've mm-hmm. I like when I first went to business, I was serious all the time. So I'm business, yeah. Sometimes you need a like half an hour video game break at the evening to you know, you a yeah. mind or your favorite T V show. Mm-hmm. And I think also I think that's also misconception when we talk about success and mental health, like yeah, we see these people, um I think it's Grind Cardone, he's notorious of like hustle twenty four seven and it's like or yeah. I think I need for sale as well like, for sure, like if you're making a couple years of dad, like there's probably certain issues that they do yeah. to address. But again, sometimes you need a glass of wine. Yeah, uh, a stoic. I like uh, I like Gary Vaynerchuk. He's, he's a always, Gary V. Yeah. I love him. He's I think he's one of the best successful entrepreneurs who gives a great perspective. And it's like he always says, like have some friends who work in nine to five. You probably only work like four, three hours a day because of all your breaks and lunches and yeah. And they make 60 grand a year, but they couldn't be happier. But they, exactly, maybe that's your threshold. You're sixty grand, and you're happy. I think that's the. I think eventually everyone will get there. You know, they, they can do the hustle, they can do all of that, but eventually, what truly makes you happy is—is is it making a million dollars a year, hundred grand a year, fifty grand a year? If you're happy, that's you know what's like most important at the end of the day. And, and listening to his videos, you even you see him, you know, he went from a hospital, so he wanted to own the jets, like oh, I mean, he probably still does. Yeah. But you know, he went from from what I've seen just like this, beast. I mean he's still a beast, don't get me wrong. But he's like, dude, just be happy, man. Like it's I think we we label success as uh how much money you have in your bank account, right? Instead of what, who's happiest? You know, if you're, uh, and and that's kind of where that saying comes into. You know, everyone's like, "Oh, I'm going to be a doctor to be successful." Well, I think you know a lot of doctors are just broke on a higher level. Yeah, They're broke with you know three BMWs in a monster house, whereas someone else is you know broke just with an apartment and a bike. Like, there's it's all you know relative, but. It, I think it's just doesn't matter what it is, as long as you're you're happy. Like that's, I think that's the most important part. And I think that comes from having to. You know, I'd, I'd be an outlet for a lot of people. You know, they've met to me, lesson, they're uh, talking to me about so many different things. But at um, the end of the day, when you're like, man, who do I talk to? Um, <laughs> yeah. It's uh, It wears, uh, you know, you, you can't wear, uh, you can't bear every cross, yeah. right? But uh, actually, Jim Rowland um, talks about you can't carry that many people on your back. You know, you can carry maybe one, maybe two. And he talks about, you know, you can be Kareem Abdul jabbar and you know, maybe three people yeah. on your back. But even then, you know, you can't carry that much like, but you can lead, right? You can lead people and teach people, that kind of thing. So, but uh, I think the, the resources are there and it just comes down to just simply just, just doing it. And um, when, you've, when you have a company going down and you see no way out and you're like, oh my God, I remember having conversations with my dad being like, man driving down to the Henday and to my dad it would be very convenient to just be hit by a truck. And he's like, Matthew, don't think like I no, no, no. I mean, like, just, it'll be convenient because, oh, man, like, I can't do this. Like, And then uh, he's like, no, no. I was like, I'm not going to, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, and then you sit there and you're like, man, like, I'm, I feel like I'm like, pretty strong, you know, mentally and all that kind of stuff. But um, man, and there's a lot of people that are, just, it, everyone has their own journey and their yeah. own success and, and you know, their own experiences. And if I'm like, man, if I'm like that, I can imagine what somebody's been struggling with this for years is like, and, and the longer something goes on, the harder it is to break. Right? It's a, I don't want to call it a habit because it's not, but... It's just like a norm. So but it takes a while to just... Have you read uh, Dr. Joe Dispenza's book? Yeah, I'm going to give you that to read because I think you will love it. Um, he's extremely well uh, known about the mind. Mm-hmm. He, uh, his story is basically he was, I don't know, if you, I don't actually, I'm not sure if he was doing mind work previously, mm-hmm. um, but his story was basically riding on doing a race on a bike and a car you know, hit him. Broke vertebrae your vertebrae's back and also he's gonna have to get surgery or not, and then he asked the doctor can I try an alternative method. He said, Sure. So he was gonna I think, meditate every single day until his body healed. Mm-hmm. And he said, if that happened, I'm gonna dedicate my rest of my life to it. Yeah. So every day until hospital practice from time to time, he visualized each synapse in this I think mm-hmm. I said maybe may I making up words right now, but mm-hmm. basically each vertebrae putting itself back in place and eventually he was healed and then what level this? actually breaks down what thoughts are, mm-hmm. how they're created, and then he actually guides you into meditation. So uh, yeah, oh, and and meditation is 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 big too. Um, I I know it's, I don't want to say that I never believed in it. I just never experienced it. I, I, didn't, I didn't know what it was. I'm not. A, I'm not a monk. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I don't know. Like I can't. Be, I, so my thing that I heard. Do you meditate? I was like, no. They're like what? Wow. It's like my brain does not shut off. It just goes. <laughs> It's like a, it's a hummingbird on crack, yeah. right? It's like all the time. So I'm like, I can't, I can't sit. Uh, again, going back to uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine, why I relate to Jake Gyllenhaal when he's in jail? Um, he's like, ah, oh, okay, so it's my for thoughts. All right, good. Okay, yeah, and he's sitting there thinking, and then he's like, I'm gonna die well forever. Oh wow, that didn't take long. It's like for like two minutes of him in the jail cell. But uh, so I'm like, I can't, know, I can't sit there and, and just meditate, but. um it's a practice skill. Mm-hmm. You have to learn how to do it. And I didn't know that. And then when I found it out oh, and, and and was guided to, it's another thing that I do in the morning as well. Do you use so a headspace at all or? I tried that a full time. Not consistent with that? I the I, honestly, I give a clip on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, that's what I found. But uh so like I when I say I'm newer to it is I'm like thirty days newer to it. Like it's I've only been doing it for well, about a month. And, and you just uh, feel like a most will change oh, or big time. Absolutely. Is that like another aspect of like the mental gym almost? I, I I think so. Absolutely. You're no you're you are just you're in control of so much more when there's like there's so much noise going on in your head. All the time, with just everything being thrown at us, with every aspect of it. especially in our western world, we are so just go, 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 go. Especially, we don't stop it, oh, like it's <laughs> not stuff. So, when you can actually just like get rid of the noise, and it's hard, it is not easy. I swear to god, I, I've got ADHD. I, there's no way I haven't gone for anything, but I'm pretty sure, <laughs> but um, it's that there's you have to learn how to do it it's a learned skill but then look at other parts of the world where it's a norm right and you look at how peaceful people are and on all that kind of stuff it is it's crazy to think and crazy to see and I'm still I'm like again pretty new into it and then I'm starting to as I see it progress I start to get fascinated with it and it's and it's it's the coolest thing I never realized that I was doing it um, when, when I started doing the exercise and then walking in the morning. I would walk from my house to uh, I think it's McNally High School, there's benches over and you can just overlook downtown and you just sit there. And I have my audio in, but there's no noise in my head. I'm just listening and absorbing what the audio is. Uh, my dog's chasing birds or whatever, he's doing I mean, he just loves it over there. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a cool feeling when you can get rid of all the noise because your productivity goes up you're you're thinking at a higher level. It's it's really cool to to see when you get to that point. And I'm excited to see you know six months from now, nine months from now, what it's going to look like. Um, I'm sure there's a, it, it's going to be completely different. So it, it's you know, it's just it's fascinating. A hundred percent. Yeah. And I guess see if um, being that um, I'm with mental health right now. I have some anxiety. where do I start? Uh, well first um, I would start with reading I'm just listening to whatever you like if you like reading or listening um, I would get moving, get your body moving uh, something basic uh, whether it's just a walk or if it's getting on a bike um, if you have access to a pool going for a swim whatever it is, just get your body going Don't, and you have to get rid of the negative in and a lot of people, I remember I had a conversation with my mom. I was like, get rid of the negative end. She's like, well, what do you mean? I was like, stop watching the news. And she's like, well, I don't watch the news. I just listen to it. It's just on in the background, uh, you know, in the morning. And I listen to the weather. I was like, stop, stop, just stop. She's like, no, it's not, not even on. I was like, just subconsciously, you're listening to it. You may not realize what is around you. Um, so she stopped and it was like, Five days, she's like, "Oh my god, I feel so much better!" I'm like, yeah, and just something like that—getting rid of the negatives coming in, uh, controlling, um, protecting your mind like it's your firstborn child, right? Yeah. It, you know, you have to be hundred percent protective of what's going in your mind. Um, careful of what you're reading, what information is coming to you. Um, all that kind of stuff. So, one, get your body moving. Um, and then protecting what's going in your mind, you know, garbage in, garbage out. So, make it good, you know, good in, good out. So, super basic. Um, something positive going in. And then, honestly, if you do it, there's, there is fruit. I, I think everyone should reach out to somebody that is a professional, right? You know, it's, I think, the reason no one really—I don't want to say no one—but so much attention on you know, there's mental health week and there's mental health month and that kind of stuff. Well, why is why is that a, even a thing? Why does it have to be a conversation? Why do we bring awareness to it? It's because yeah. us as society has you know forced us to have to do that. You know, we, why can't we? just all the time talk about it. Yeah, yeah you know, all the time. <laughs> so I think you know if you if you have. Benefits, use your benefits, seek out professionally. Also, that, that third aspect, that third opinion, they may give you a perspective of thinking, a way of thinking you never thought of before, right? You know, every, I think everything is like a jacket. Even, you know, what I was saying before, you know, that negative voice inside your head, identifying you and giving it a negative thing, that's just a, a way, that's just a means of doing it. It's like a jacket. You know, try it on. If it fits, great. If not, try try something else. Like, there's so many avenues out there. Um, and, and when you're a professional at it, you know, they have got, you know, way better advice. So I think that there's also, through Alberta Health, there, there is free avenues, 100%. There is a, uh, um, I just saw recently there's wow, man, I should have found that number before. Um, you can text, because a lot of people don't like to talk about them, especially, you know, a younger generation. Um, I think it's harder to be younger now. Than it is when I was younger, right? You have, you know, you're looking at what you should look like, how you should act, how you should talk, and all this kind of stuff. And these people are like, I don't wanna do that. That's not me. Um, and maybe they don't want to talk on the phone and they're more comfortable texting. There's numbers you can text and they'll text back. It's free. Um, all that all that's out there. Um that's what I would do. That's not what I would do. That's what I did. <laughs> um and even like now, like, you know, I feel like I'm better than I've been in a very, very long time. Um, you know, health-wise, um, you know, physical health, well on the road uh, to get back to normal. My injuries are, are healed, I can sleep through the night without nice. you know hurting, which is that I haven't felt in you know, years. Which is cool. So then you can, you know, work on training your muscles, um, to prevent, be preventative, you know, to prevent future injuries. Um, and then I, yeah, When and I wanted to, I knew I wanted to protect my mind and I, and I didn't overly know how I wanted, I just, I knew I wanted to make it better. I just didn't know how I didn't know what. So there's a world of the unknown and confused people do nothing all the time, right? So uh, and it's just, just starting taking the one task. So um I I reached out and they they're the professionals, they're the ones that guided it. And uh and I didn't know I wanted to I didn't know that I had trust issues. <laughs> you know I, I'm a pretty open person and I um I I, I trust people a lot and it's bit me a yeah. lot. Um, and then, you know, the whole thing, uh, where people have been down and out, of, oh man, now you got to start over. And, but you change the way you think about starting over. It's, you're you're not completely starting over. Yeah. You might be trying again, which that experience, you know, you're starting over with experience. That's a cool thing. Um, so how do you think about it? But, um, yeah, the confused people do nothing is a big one. Um, I think uh, even uh, when I look at when I was, when we were in lockdown and I was off work two months, I was like, yeah, this is amazing. Oh, uh, shit. I can't go anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? And then I was like, okay, you know what? I have a plan. I'm going to do so much stuff to my house. And then you're like, okay, what am I going to do? Okay, I'm going to start the pantry. Then you take two things out there. No, I'm going to do the basement. I'm going to be here. And you're just all over the place. And you're, you're. That you're just spreading yourself in. You're like, no, tackle one small thing at a time. So I was like, all right, pantry, do the pantry. I was like, man, I'm <laughs> bad. It was good. <laughs> and you're like, ooh, that cabinet's small too. And you just start doing small, little things. And, um, you know, the other day, one of my good friends, um, he's talking to me and he's like, yeah, you know, like he worked a, a longer day about how late. He's like, and I still, you know, i and just talking and he played around in the garage just as he's talking and he's like and i cleaned this and it's awesome and he's like just small simple things um and man you feel good after <laughs> yeah. yeah i think you you summarized it perfectly you know get mm-hmm. start small and you know if you are confused and you know, we'll see professional helpers uh, mm-hmm. it has been a stigma i believe because you know, obviously our grandparents know World War II, there you gotta to fight to survive essentially. There weren't grocery stores where you had to get whatever you want, get you to grow your own food. And I think also that has tripled over and that's yeah. the um, uh, you know, boys don't cry and that. Yeah. And I think we're getting to a point where, you know, we don't really have to fight to get our food in. We're having growing crops. There's so many things that are taken care of. So it's great in a sense, yeah. I think that almost some of our biggest worries is mentally now, where yeah. they don't have to, you know, obviously their home says, "I want this, this count up." You know, these are decent, pretty good homes. We have food, yeah, and compared to other countries where people might not have anything. So I think in a way, it's good that yeah. it we're now down to how we fix our minds because we live in a pregnant society but again. Yeah. It can't be the conversation anymore where it's just one month or one week. Yeah, and it can't be a decision between different uh, governments whether it be IndieQ, Liberal, or Conservative yeah. where it's how much money we're this. It's like, you know, as we've seen, obviously, we're writing deficits, money isn't really a factor in times of need. Yeah. So why don't we, if we would do it, why do we do it smartly, maybe put more money to mental health and, and yeah. maybe and, and if it's, we're let's to see, just put more money to screen people mm-hmm. and, and, again, if we <coughs> take care of our own and there's not a conversation, you know, the executive director of the yeah. and he's explaining I mean, like when government comes in, they're more focused on the prevention of homelessness, how we prevent people from homelessness. Yeah. But then, matter the government comes in, they change it to how we get homeless people to become a practical member of society. He's like, why is there a, even a conversation of one or the other? We need money for we services for both. It's like, I think, same thing in mental health. Like, we need money for we need probably more services for prevention, but also yeah. people who are in that tough spot i would get mad of it. It shouldn't be conversation of either or us. Where where should you yeah. community Canadians, especially especially Canadians, you know, we had the humbled old bus crash.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think there was the same Canadian who didn't at least put their stick like that the, the door. door. Yeah. I, my hockey team, everyone, yeah, we taped our sticks green and yeah. It uh, I like what you said, you know, it's not a you know, it's not a liberal thing or conservative thing. It it shouldn't have to be, you know, one side or the other. It should just be you know, we are, you know, team human race. Yeah, yeah right. It's uh and, and our society, we're just so with how you're supposed to look, how you're supposed to talk, how you're supposed to do everything. And I, you know, as and you see a lot of videos out there, kind of, and it's you know. I've laughed at a lot of it, you know, talking about, you know, the new generation of how, how we used to do it. But I feel like we're, we say that about, you know, our parents and our grandparents, but I feel like we're also the ones that are going to like, oh, I remember when I was your age, we never used to have to, you know, do this or do that. Um, but we also lived through dialogue. You know, we didn't have internet, it's a pretty new thing. You know, there was a time where we didn't have internet, you know. I'm sure there's people that are probably going to listen to like, oh, yeah, well, you guys listen uh, to that. We had to live through this. We had to live through, you know, color TVs and that. But when you look at how much that access to information, I remember, you know, it, it, everyone, one of the most common things I hear is, oh, I didn't have a cell phone at your age. I was 16 years old when I got myself. And you're like, you're 7 years old and you have a cell phone. It, the access to information is so... You're getting it at such a young age. Um, and that's just the way we live. That's just our world. Man. Yes. And you have to get used to it. You can't... I don't think there's a way to prevent it. Um, and I think that's probably one of the biggest problems and why people struggle with mental health so much is because they're told from such a young age. You've probably seen a thing uh, that the trend going around, uh, maybe TikTok or mm-hmm. Facebook Instagram, um, it's take a picture uh there's a picture of you now okay how do you look now okay now send it post a picture of you in high school and everyone's like oh my god no and they post a picture and then they're like what the hell are they feeding kids in high school now well what they're feeding them is information on how to look how to act how to talk how to do everything uh and and these influencers are like yeah you need to be this thin or or, you need to look like this and they're from such a young age, they're so like, "Oh my god! If I'm not like that, I'm awful." And um, I think that's why people struggle with it more so than maybe I did or you or other people. But it's because they're told how to do it, and it's hard, especially with all the filters. That Filter, cre- yeah. There's we can change, we can change it, you and I to females, pretty females yeah. too, right? Now there's a there's an app called Reface. Oh. I live my dream of being a Disney princess. I've <laughs> oh, seen that. Yeah, <laughs> I became Belle. <laughs> From Beauty and the Beast. Oh, so, like, there's so many things in it, and it's it's crazy. Um, but you know, when when things are like that, you have to roll. You have to learn to adapt to it. You can't shut it out. Yeah, we're not going to go backwards. You can't go backwards. It's Yeah. So how so how do you again? Problem solution. What's well, the solution? All right. Let's learn how to adapt to it. How do we learn from? How do we fix it? How do we feed our kids the proper connection. yeah, so it's um, and it's having those conversations. You know the conversations about uh, you know that we would have at a certain age. You gotta have them younger. Yeah, talking about it's okay to to be like that. It's okay when someone doesn't like you. That's just their opinion of you. That's not who you are. Um, and it's crazy how young you have to talk to these kids about that. And it's oh man. I feel bad for some parents. (laughs) Yeah, well, I think uh, that's the world we're living in. You know, it's 2020, and everyone thought this was going to be a magical year. It wasn't, well, it was dark magic, I guess, for, you know, pandemic, lockdowns, um, a whole bunch of heroes that we grew up with passing away like Ubi and Mm -hmm. uh, this tragedies. And I think always, I I hope one couple things people see taking, taking out this whole thing is one, that your health is important, that you should be looking out for yourself, mm-hmm. that you to be feeding yourself cheeseburgers and fresh yeah. McDonald's all the time. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, that people take, take a great stock of their life as well. And who do I have to me? And do I even enjoy what I do? Yeah. Is there something else I do? And you know what? I think right now, like, might as well take a chance. I think Jim yeah. Carrey said it best. He's like, I watched my father. My father was like, one of the finest people I knew. Also, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah, and he decided to come in town because it was a safe job. He's like, yeah. Thirty years later, or whatever, how many years later? I saw him get like go from that safe job. He's mm-hmm. like, you're gonna if you're gonna like fail something you don't want, you might as well go after what you want. Yeah, and hopefully, people have gathered that. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I'm like you're oh, on that, I want to thank you for being here. It's been kind a of blast, <laughs> and. I definitely, oh. definitely, definitely want to get video everything set up. Um, definitely have you get, as a guest. Another another time, another guest. Yeah. And Talk about sales next time. Talk about sales and talk about whatever, man. But yeah, it's been a pleasure it. and uh, see you next time. See you. Thank you, folks.